Welcome everyone. Today the tone is going to be a little bit more sober because we need to address the state of the worship music industry. Let's talk about it. Hello and welcome to the Worship Homestead. My name is Nathan Smith. Thanks for joining me. Today we're going to be talking about the worship industry and some of the glaring problems that we see in it right now. But before we do, I want to give you something. If you go to my website, blueprintsounds.com, you can get access to my free worship training bundle called the Worship Booster Pack. It has manuals and PDFs and online trainings on everything from songwriting to how to run live sound and how to arrange your band to sound as full as it can be. Again, you can go to my website or you can click on the link nearby, blueprintsounds.com forward slash worship booster pack, all one word. All right, let's talk about it. A few days ago, I was listening to an episode of the Pastors Podcast, specifically season five, episode two. That's the one with Rita Springer. And she was talking about some problems that she was seeing in worship leading right now. And I I respected them so much for sharing what they shared that I I put out a transcript so I can read it exactly word for word. So you'll hear from Banning Liebscher, who's the head pastor at Jesus Culture. You'll hear from Rita Springer, who's a well-known recording artist and worship leader for years and years. And you'll hear from Becky Johnson, who is on staff at Jesus Culture, but whose husband, Derek Johnson, also leads worship. So here we go. Again, this is from the podcast called A Conversation We Need to Be Having with Rita Springer. Here's Banning. I don't know if there's a pastor I'm talking to, if there's a leader that I'm talking to that isn't a little bit concerned about where worship is. And it's interesting because worship has never been more popular. Every day there's a new song. Worship's at the top of the charts for so many things. It's billboards. People are making a livelihood on it. It's all very new. And yet there seems to be this underlying concern. I don't know if that it's just so popular. There's so much money. These guys are so young. I don't know fully. As you look at worship right now, what is it that you feel the Lord is saying to the church in regards to worship? Here's Rita. I don't know that I have a sentence that he's saying because I have felt the quietness of God on this subject for quite a while. Last year, I think I saw more and had more conversations that were devastating than I ever had in my entire career with fallen artists, and the amount of sin I think was staggering to me. Even for me, I've seen a lot. I don't think I was prepared for the amount of sin that I was listening to and excuse around it. And then you ricochet that to pastors that don't really want to call their worship leaders out because the worship leader is bringing in people on Sunday morning. They are like movie stars or superstars. So they're not going to hold accountability onto their worship leaders because they don't want to hurt the numbers in their congregation. And it goes on and on and on. Now here's Becky talking about her and Derek being uh, youth leaders for a while and talking with young worship leaders that they knew. They all want the same thing. They want the chart-topping song. They want the following to be itinerant. It can be discouraging because the tone of culture, even in the church, is we need the next album, we need the next big song, we need the next great worship leader who's going to bust this thing open. And you can kind of feel crazy in the midst of that going, that's not what you want, that's not it, that's not the thing to pursue. Because we hear young people saying, well, God's blessing it, well, look at what God's doing, look at their life. What can you say to young people as leaders walking with them? Are we perpetuating this problem? Are we adding to it as leaders? Here's Rita again. I hear that all the time. Well, it must be okay with God because he's blessing it. I remember a conversation I had with the Lord where I said, well, you must be okay with this because they're high on the charts. And he simply said, how come you give me credit for the charts? I didn't make up the charts. Man made up the charts. I don't have a chart system. I don't have an award system. 
I have a reward system, but I don't have an award system. You're asking me like I'm the one who put them on the charts. I didn't put them on top of the charts. A man has the ability to create a system that puts people on top of the charts. Stop giving me credit for things I don't want to take credit in. Rita Springer is addressing a problem in the worship industry that goes all the way to the top, all the way down to the bottom, to your local church level, and that is compromise, moral compromise in the worship community. Let me give you a couple more of the best-known examples. Dante Bow used to be part of Maverick City Music. Maverick City Music, you've probably heard the song Gyra. Gyra, you are enough. It was a huge, huge smash hit. Came out in 2021. Well, back then, Dante Bow was part of Maverick City Music, and he was on another song called I Thank God, which you've probably heard of too. Anyway, since then, he and Maverick City have parted ways. Um, there was a little confusion about why, but pretty much it was that he posted an inappropriate picture of himself on Instagram. He also does modeling and is very proud of his physique. And since then, has formed his own record label called True Music and has come out with his own stuff. I don't quite understand the relationship between his label, True Music, and Capital Christian Music Group, but I do know that there must be some connection because his new single is on their website being promoted. So I need to explain what Capital Christian Music is. All the music that you hear on American radio is owned by three big music corporations, Sony, Warner, and Universal. Universal owns Capital Music, which is a secular record label. Capital Music owns a bunch of smaller labels, and one of those is Capital Christian Music Group, and they sign everybody. Amy Grant, Jesus Culture, Chris Tomlin, David Crowder, Cody Carnes and Carrie Job, Hillsong United, Hillsong Worship, Passion, We the Kingdom, all of them are on Capital Christian Music Group. Even the website Worship Together, which is a big resource for new songs and charts and whatnot, you do a little digging and you find out that Worship Together is just the resource arm of Capital Christian Music Group. So anyway, back to Dante Bo. Dante Bo leaves Maverick City Music for the reasons I stated, starts his own music label but has some connection to Capital, and his new album, which has a single on it called Wind Me Up, in the video features women twerking in bikinis and him basically singing about lust. That's, that's his new thing. He's no longer in the worship community. He's, he's got his own thing going. But for a while, he, he absolutely was both feet firmly planted in the worship community. And now here he is. Dante Bo's one thing, and individuals make their own choices. That's fine. But he's still on Capital Christian Music's label in some capacity. He's still on their website. I'll give you another example. Another artist named Judah, who came out with a song called The Beatitudes in 2023, in that song, he drops the F-bomb. He says, I'm all out of Fs. So there's a family version of his song for the radio, and then there's also the explicit version of his song. And he absolutely is still with Capital Christian Music Group. Right next to Jesus Culture and Hillsong is his music. A little bit confusing. This is new. This is a little bit different. I remember growing up in the Christian community and in, you know, the 90s and the early 2000s when I was in middle school listening to music, we had made this deal. We shouldn't have made it, but we made this deal. Parents and kids, all of us made this deal with the record labels, the Christian record labels, that we would let them in, right? That, that we would trust them and that they would provide and elevate songs and artists, Christian artists that had the same values that we did, and we would buy their music, and we would keep trusting them because 
Well, it's a Christian label, right? It's a Christian artist. We can trust them, right? As of 2023, that deal is dead. We're seeing now that labels are becoming much more brazen in who they platform, platforming people that absolutely don't have Christian values. They may say that they're Christian, but the definitions and the boundaries are getting really, really fuzzy, really compromised. And let me be clear, I am not disparaging all of the Christian artists that are part of Capital Christian Music Group. Please don't misunderstand me. I'm sure a lot of them are good Christians with good hearts wanting to make good music for the Lord. But I am saying that simply because somebody is on a Christian music label does not mean that you can trust them inherently. Those days are over. We probably never should have done that. We should never have turned off our discernment. Every artist that you listen to, you have to exercise discernment and find out what is God saying about this artist. You cannot just give everybody the benefit of the doubt because they're part of a Christian label. Here's an illustration. In Proverbs, it says, above all else, guard your heart for it is the wellspring of life. That word guard is like the word defend, like a watchman on a tower or a shepherd protecting his sheep. In Bible times, a shepherd would build a sheep pen for his sheep this way. He would get rocks and he would make this low wall in a near circle with a little opening at one end. Then he would take thorn bushes and weave them and put them on top of that low rock wall. So you had this nice protected area, but there was that hole right where the door was. Well, once the shepherd had brought all the sheep into the pen, he would sleep at the entrance of the gate. He was that last block in the wall so that nothing could get into the pen to get to the sheep unless it went over the shepherd. Well, that's why Jesus in John 10 says that he is the gate and that anybody who tries to get to the sheep without going through him is a thief or a robber. Here's what happened. All of us are supposed to guard our own hearts and guard our families like shepherds guarding sheep in a pen. And we left our post and we gave up that responsibility and we outsourced it to music labels, to worship leaders, to artists, to people. And we said, we can trust you. Hey, as long as you're, you say that you're a Christian, yeah, come and be the last brick in the wall. We're going to leave We're just going to trust you inherently. We're going to turn off our discernment. If you say that you're a Christian artist, I trust you. If you say that you're a Christian record label, then I trust you. And now we're finding out that we shouldn't have done that. It used to be just on the periphery. You'd hear about a Christian artist and maybe there were rumors about maybe this person really wasn't living for the Lord. Now, It's all out in the open. It's coming out of the woodwork. The slow boil is getting worse and worse, and it's time to pull the fire alarm and get out. It's one thing for an individual to make their own choices and say, hey, I'm not going to live a Christian lifestyle anymore. It's a different thing when a label which represents many artists and has the power that Capital Christian Music Group has to get songs on the radio, to to be a kingmaker, to be a gatekeeper, and, and put people in positions of authority and notoriety, to actively platform people that should not be platformed. So what do we do? Well, here's what you don't do. You don't complain about it, and you say, oh, man, and then go back to the status quo, because that's not going to change anything, and your complaining does no good. Instead, I want to talk to three groups. First, If you are an artist or if you are a worship leader in a local church or in a big church and you are compromised, if you're living with sin, I want to talk to you. Secondly, I want to talk to lay churchgoers, people that are not in the industry, not 
a musician or a worship leader. And then thirdly, I want to talk to songwriters and worship leaders who want something different. First, to worship leaders, whether it's at a local church or a big ministry, or you have a record deal, if you have sin in your life, repent. It's, it's simple. It's simple and it's hard at the same time. Don't think for one minute that you're going to get out of the building before the music stops. You are living in a delusion if you think that you can keep this a secret. It's better to just have the courage to go to somebody and for five seconds have that irrepressible courage that it takes to admit that you're weak, that you're not big and strong like you want everybody to think you are. Admit it. Get help. Do it now. Secondly, I want to talk to lay people that aren't musicians or singers, but that are just casual listeners to the radio or churchgoers on Sunday morning. You and I made the mistake of turning off our discernment and trusting the gatekeepers to take care of us and to take care of the sheep. Well, guess what? We can't do that anymore. We probably never should have, but it's time to turn on your discernment again. Now, you might wonder, how do I walk in discernment? Let me give you an example. Years ago, I got really into sports radio. I think, I think I was just bored. I think I just needed something to listen to in the morning or thought I did. And I listened to a lot of it. And I got so dulled and, and deadened by it that eventually the Lord told me, you are addicted to this and you need to, you need to get rid of it. So I did. So for a while, I didn't listen to any sports radio. And then like there'd be those moments where you know it was on in the car or it came on in, in another store. I realized how awful it was. It was loud, it was annoying, it was shallow, it was, it was useless, it wasn't adding anything to my life, but I didn't know that until I had pulled back and could hear it for what it was. Because once you get into that habit, it's just so easy to, to keep doing the habit that you, you get deadened. Your discernment turns off because, well, you've just been living with it for so long. So if you want to turn your discernment back on, here's the first thing that you do. Pull back. Stop listening to Christian radio for a while. Stop listening to worship music for a while. All of it. Okay? All of it. When you pull back for a while, you'll find that your discernment has increased when you come back and listen to something again. You might think, whoa, what was going on there? That's how you do it. And finally, to the worship leaders and songwriters that feel that discontent, to feel that grief like Rita Springer does, here's what I want you to do. Don't fall into pride and don't compete. Don't think, okay, so God's going to take away, he's going to clean house of all of the people that are impure and it's finally going to be my turn in the spotlight. Well, no, probably not. Man built it, man will keep it going. That's, it doesn't really concern you. Don't compete with that system. That system will probably fall apart. It, it's bound to. But your job is not to compete with that system. Your job is to stay on topic. It's to stay in the assignment that God gave you. And that requires you knowing what your assignment is. What did God put you on the earth to do? Those who want to see true worship restored on the earth are going to basically have to make a parallel economy. Just like we're finding out that the gatekeepers in government and medicine and agriculture and all sorts of stuff can't be trusted like we thought they could be before COVID, now we're having to make parallel structures in a lot of different places. There's going to have to be a lot of rebuilding. And one of those areas is true worship. So do that. Keep working your land. Keep doing what you've been doing. 
Keep being obedient to God and asking for God to take you to a new level of holiness. Will it look like you being at the top of the charts? Probably not. But I guarantee you that you will find it fulfilling, that it will be worth it in the end. So don't compete. Don't get prideful. Stay low and keep working your own land. Hey, I hope that video helps you, and I hope that you're encouraged that good things are coming. Again, if you need help arranging songs, songwriting, or with live sound, go to blueprintsounds.com forward slash worship booster pack. Until next week, God bless and goodbye.